On tonight's episode, we got red balloons and we're floating. We watched it from 2017, and this is the Flixology Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast where we look and analyze forms of media, whether it be movies, TV shows, music, and even literature, if we feel a little fancy. I'm your host, John, and joining me is my balloon-loving wife, April. April, how are you? Now I'm a balloon lover? First, I'm a hotel lover. Now I'm a balloon lover. <laughs> Listen. How far are we going to take this? I will try to tie in something specific about this movie with you until we are officially canceled or just give up. They can't cancel us. We're doing this for free. Yeah, fight the power. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't, don't fight the power. You don't want to get in a fight. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, we watched It from 2017 based off of the Stephen King novel um, directed by Andy Muschietti. I'm going to butcher this name. Hey, just say it. Andy Muschietti? Muschietti? Right. I, I don't know. I'm going to show you this name. The very top one. Muschietti? I don't know. I don't know, but I tried. We're guessing here, people. Um, starring Jaden uh, Library, her, and Bill Skarsgård. Those are really the only two top building build people, but of course you also have uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Sophia Lillis, uh, Finn Wolfhard, um, I mean, Wyatt Olerif. Oh man, I am really bad at names. Chosen Jacobs, uh, Jack Dylan Gate Grazer, and Nicholas Hamilton. Those are all the kids, right? Yeah, and I included Henry Bowers' his character, too. Gotcha. Yeah, he was a big part. Oh, yeah, he's Henry Bowers. He's yeah. He's like the bully. So, basically, we're going to kind of do this one like how we did the Candyman. We're just going to talk about parts of the movie. I feel like... Everyone has basically seen this movie in one way, form, or another. Whether it's from uh, this episode, uh, from this version of it, or from the original 90s uh, miniseries that we watched as kids growing up. And yeah. we do apologize about the puppy barking. Um, we're just we're trying to do what we can in regards to that. But, I mean, what did you think of this movie? Um, I mean, I personally love this movie. And just to explain a little backstory of these movies, guys, like you have the original It, which came out in, did it come out in the 80s, 90s? Late 80s, early 90s. I want to say 89 or 90. I can find out. But that was with the beautiful mastermind, Tim Curry, as the clown It, Pennywise the Clown. And basically, every 27 years, this clown comes back to town in 90. Derry. 90? Yeah, 90. Oh, sorry. so right on the border. Yeah, sorry I interrupted you, but it came out in 90. No, that's fine. And they, Derry, Maine is where it's filmed. No, it's not a real town, but it's very Maine-esque. There's lots of Maine feels, and it's always like a cold, rainy day in Maine. And um, and it's always summertime you, in these movies. You, you thought it was real, though, didn't you? I, I, I wanted to know if it was real because I, I wanted to visit there and like do a tour and stuff like that. I wonder where it was filmed. Maybe you can look that up while I'm explaining the synopsis. Um, yeah, I can do that. So with the original movie, it was it was a two-parter, but as far as film goes, it was on one DVD, you know? So whenever you purchase it, it's one DVD, and it's like um, 
flashbacks between the adult version of the Losers Club and then the kids version. And then they do like these little flashbacks and stuff. And then it's straight kids and then straight adults at the end. Um, And so with the It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, the remakes that came out uh, more recently, the Chapter 1 like we're doing tonight, um, it's just the kids. And then Chapter 2 is just the adults, right? Uh, yes, so... Um, there's, some, there's a little bit of flashback, but it's mostly just the adults in Chapter 2. Well, yes and no, because there was, like, a key part in 2 where it focused, like... And this is later in the movie, like, after the first fight with It, where they all split up, and then they each reoccur It in some way or another. Yeah, and then they have their little story. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. But basically, this clown, he comes back, and he eats children. Um, and... Uh, all these kids start to go missing and it's like the adults in Derry don't care. And so these outcasts kind of that have formed this little losers club, um, there's just, they just randomly like met one summer and uh, basically hiding out from this bully um, called um, Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers. And um, he's like this, you know, rough on the edges, redneck kind of guy whose dad's kind of abusive and he takes that on all little kids well, his in his dad's town. like a cop or something. Yeah, his dad's like a cop and um, it's just like a sad story because he really like haunts and hurts these kids and um, and it's really sad but it's a cool story because it's kind of like, you know, Revenge of the Nerds or something where like all these, you know, out, outcast kids and, you know, little scrawny boys in middle school and stuff like get together and they're um, they kind of, they take on this heinous monster, you know, it, the clown, um, which is really terrifying. And then they also take on Henry Bowers and his, you know, punk little friends and stuff. And they kind of get a couple of victories in this, that, that summer. Um, so I've been literally scrolling, researching, and I wish I did this earlier because I didn't think I was going to get asked this. It looks like it was filmed in parts of Canada and Ontario. Nice, In nice. Toronto and Port Hope. I knew it'd have to be up there, but I didn't think it was in Maine, Maine. Um, but, I mean, it's a beautiful setting, like always. I feel like a lot of Stephen King's inspiration and settings come from Maine in general. Um, it's beautiful. <clears throat> and I really love all the rainy days and stuff. And, and let me tell you, The Clown, this movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, the original. I'm sure it did everybody. And then the... Chapter one really scared me. There was like a couple of jump scares that really got me. Um, there was like just the eyes and how creepy that Bill Skarsgård, like his acting does. Like he really did it right. Like I'm really glad they picked him as an actor well, you know, to he comes from step like, up to Tim Curry. Well, that's know? the thing. He comes from a long line of his whole family's into acting. His dad was in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. He was the um, the professor. The math professor? Yeah, and then his brother was like a main character in True Blood. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was like one of the... I don't want to say he was the antagonist, because honestly, I only saw season one of True Blood, and I barely remember it. Um, but um, I, you know, I, I like the names... The other names of his family are really escaping me right now. Uh, so, like, which clown is your favorite, babe? Oh, Tim Curry. See, because, like, oh, I'm so torn. Like, it's, like, parts of... It's, like, I gotta love the original Tim Curry because he was hilarious. And he just really did the clown justice. 
But as far as like scariness, I gotta go with it chapter one. Like I gotta go with Bill. Cause he's way more scary. Yeah, no, like I, I respect both people. Like I'm I'm always gonna be a Tim Curry fan. I think I'm gonna die a Tim Curry fan. I love him as his most ridiculous. I love him when he does his serious stuff. Yeah. I think the only movie I don't like with Tim Curry in it is Home Alone 2 because I'm not a big Home Alone person. I loved him in his Criminal Minds days. He did an episode called The Night Stalker in Criminal yeah. Minds. I, lo- I loved it was him. good. I loved him in Clue. <laughs> Excuse me. I loved him in Clue. I will say that. Um, But, I mean, Tim Curry's just... I think he was just pay to have fun on that set and there's like a little story he did and i'm gonna paraphrase this story so um in the original um everyone knows about the scene rather it be from the original or from this movie where georgie the little boy uh, loses his paper boat in the sewer and the clowns in the sewer and spoiler if you haven't seen it uh, georgie gets his arm bitten off and eventually he, he, he gets killed by the clown he gets eaten yep um, so they're filming that and Tim Curry is in clown makeup and he's doing his stuff. And then the boy who plays Georgie, he's like, Tim. And he goes, yes, you're scaring me. I don't know. It was just a cute little story. And I'm again, I'm paraphrasing, but I just thought that was cute. And it was just showing like Tim how much fun he was having. <laughs> Do your It Chapter 1 impression of uh, him in the gutter. <laughs> Hiya, Georgie. What a nice little boat. Well, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. And you're, you're Georgie. Georgie, Pennywise. Pennywise, Georgie. There. We're no longer strangers. Oh, you want your boat back, don't you? Here. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, but I, I understand why you like him. I'm just always going to be a fan of Tim Curry. But I I will give major props and, and due to Bill Skarsgård for this role that he took on. Yeah. I think it's... A- oh, for sure. And I am going to say, just like, I mean, for those people who haven't seen it, Chapter 2, I won't say too much about it, but I will just slightly mention it. I didn't like it anywhere near as much as I liked it. Chapter oh, one. I'm gonna, I'm, it was cool, and we'll probably do another episode on it. Uh, it chapter two, but I cannot stand. If you have seen it, chapter two, the licking scene in the House of Mirrors, I hated that. I thought it was so freaking weird, like the over animation. But anyway, back to it. Chapter one. Um, who's your favorite loser? Favorite? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Um, I, I I got two. Actually, so, no, I got three. I got three. I really love Ben, the chubby one. I just the love new him. kids on the block fan. Yeah, the new kids on the block fan. I just love him. He's into poetry, and he's you know he's like library obsessed, and he's always doing research and stuff. Like, yeah, I just connected with him. He's so cute, and him, and I wanted him to be with Beverly so bad, and Beverly's just like all about Bill, and it really made me mad. So, I love Beverly Marsh. Yeah. Especially what, oh, she, yeah. especially what she goes through in that movie. Because what she goes through as a character alone, my God. Her acting is so good. I like Mike. 
Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Um, the the he was called the homeschool boy in this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he's called in the original. It's been such a long. Well, time. his dad was a librarian in the original, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, shocker, I've read the book. I think that's true for the book, but, um, yeah, like, I think um, he was a librarian, and then I love, and this shouldn't surprise you, honestly, I love uh, Richie. Oh, yeah. Beep, beep, Richie. Uh, well, not only that, because he's played by Finn Wolfhard, and he's, I think he's I want to say he's in Stranger... Yeah, he's in Stranger Things. Yeah. And I, I love that show. As we have discussed before, I believe. Which, uh... You know how, like, whenever the clown comes to all of the kids individually, he yeah. comes to them differently as different scares? Yeah. Which scare was your favorite? Like, the one that got me the most? Um, or just your favorite... That's a tough one. I will say the one that I liked was the one with Georgie in the basement of um, Bill's. Bill's house. Like how he's like using Georgie as basically a hand puppet. Yeah. And then the one that got me, I think, was... When the... he comes at Bill on the stairs in that water and he's like, like super fast, it scared me so bad. I really want to know how they did that. That like, was cool. Yeah. Like... A lot of this movie is CGI because, you know, it's a clown that can take any shape or form. It's not, like, of this earth. Yeah. But, and I I think I respect the first one a little bit more for that because it's a lot of practical effects. Yeah. And then a lot of it was stop motion, I believe. And that's fine. And I get, like, computers are, like, able to do this kind of stuff now. But I wish I could have seen a little bit more practical effects. Like, the leper scene... That was a little bit of practical and makeup. Dude, that the leopard. Me that out. that's actually one of my favorite scares. That grossed me out because, so bad. Um, that kid. What? what which character was that? Wasn't Richie. Uh, oh, you're gonna make me look, aren't you? You're gonna make me look. Why uh, can I not think of his name? It's not Stanley. Eddie. It's not Eddie. Yes. Eddie. Eddie. Freaking, how can I forget Eddie? He looks just like that guy from The Good Place with the bad Janet. What is his name? Like Chris something? He was also the brother on Step Brothers. Yeah, he's, like the uh, you're, other you're, brother. You're, you're thinking of the. His name is Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Yeah. I just think that if Eddie were to grow up, he would look a lot like Adam Scott. I don't know why. I just think they. He like always reminds me of him. Dude, Eddie's mom. Though. Eddie's mom. She was a trip. You want to talk about sheltering a child. Oh, my God. Shelter like, my butt. That was smothering. I think that was a little bit of Munchausen's in there, too. Munchausen's? Munchausen's, yeah. Oh, God, Think yeah. about it. Well, think about sure. it. for sure. For sure. And for people who don't know the story, um, his Eddie's character, he's like a total germaphobe and just like really obsessive over like his asthma and taking his medicine all the time. And he's constantly medicated and his mom um you know tells him he's allergic to all this stuff and he's really not and he's actually getting like the placebos sugar water yeah it's like sugar pills and stuff he doesn't actually have all the allergies she says he has and it's just to keep him closer and, like, and i loved when he more i loved when he stood up to her like almost at the end i loved it yeah I loved every minute of it um 
and like I said, I love Sophia Lilla. She played Beverly. And we're going to do another one of her movies next week uh, with Gretel and Hansel. Like, I don't know. She kind of stole the show for me. I gotta say, um, Ben Scare really freaked me out in the library. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I used to spend a lot of time in the library at college and... Um, you know how every library has like that basement section or like the stacks where it's just like really creepy and eerie and you know nobody's ever in there but you and um there's like an archival room you know with like boxes and boxes of like you know documents and like Mm -hmm, really old mm -hmm. stuff and so basically he had wandered ben's character um as a kid he had wandered down there um into this basement archival section of the library and it was really spooky because there were all these like little Easter eggs everywhere. And he was researching like um, past occurrences of it before they knew what it really was. Um, and basically, there was like an Easter egg hunt um, that had there was like an explosion, and all of these kids were like hunting Easter eggs, and like 102 people died, and 88 of them were like children. And so. Um, all of that was because of it, um, back in the day. And just like, there's all these different occurrences, like every 27 years. Um, and now they're dealing with like the new day it, but basically there was this man or soldier that came down the stairs, like headless, like chasing after him, like carrying a bunch of Easter eggs that were exploding. And like, it was creepy. So I want to talk about the setting. Um, cause the setting is different from the original, the original, um, with the children takes place in the 1950s. This place takes place in 1989. Um, how did you feel about that change? I actually really liked the change. Really? I thought the characters did so good. You know, I, I love the fifties version. I gotta say, but like, I just loved the change. Like it didn't, I, you know, you think that you would hate it if you really loved the original and you were really into it, but I just really adored it. Yeah, like, it was nice. Like, I was able to, like, reconnect. Like, I loved how... Um, like, they put bit, the, the music in there and stuff. Like, Bill had, Bill had a... Um, <clears throat> well, excuse me. Bill had a <laughs> Beetlejuice poster in his room. I don't know if you saw that or not. You briefly saw one. Yeah. And the movie theater was playing Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Ugh. And I shudder at that one, because that one's not that good. Um, that's when the one where, baby, uh, where Freddy's having a baby. Oh, gosh. Have you, have you seen that one? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that Oh, one. no. we That's a coming attraction for this show. <laughs> okay. Um, but that might be another Halloween. Um, but, um, you know, I really did like it. I really like the music. Like, it, for me personally, I felt more connected to the kids with it. Because I may not have grown up in 89, but, I mean, I was born in 90. But I... I admire, like, a lot of the fashion and the topics and a lot of the movies from the 80s. Yeah. I mean, 80s horror is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I stand by that. And then, like I said, I love the book. Um, I recommend checking out the book um, and this movie. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this movie's a total recommend for me. Oh, yeah. And for me, too, guys. Um, so... Time to play my favorite two games. Oh, gosh. All right. Do you want the Rotten Tomatoes or the budget first? Mm, budget. This movie was made on a $35 million budget. Wow. Worldwide. 
150 million. 701.8 million. You're kidding me. Oh my gosh. It's a box office smash. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like this was a big deal. Like this movie was a big deal. That's because everybody knew the original It. Everybody had to see this one when it came back out. Wow. Yeah. When I showed you the trailer, you were like, we're there. I'm still amazed. That number. Wow. We should have got it on this. (laughs) We would be rolling in the (laughs) dough. I bet Stephen King's rolling in the dough. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I memorized it before. Wow, I, so what Rotten Tomato score did it get? What do you think it got? I would give it no less than 85. 86. Nice. Um, apparently a lot of the critics didn't, weren't too great about, like, the jump scares. What? Yeah. I think it's because jump scares is, like, a dying thing now. Like, think about it. Like, in some of the new horror movies we have seen... Like, especially for this show, Clove Hitch, for, I don't want to say Candyman. Candyman's not a good example, but, like, Midsommar is probably another good example. Hereditary. I feel like eerie creepiness and, like, like dis- building like dis- like kind of like the new jump scare. Yeah, like, uh, like disturbing atmosphere. And, it's I like mean, shock factor. I mean, look at that lamb movie that's coming out where a woman raises a baby lamb as a child. And Whoa. Yeah, have I not? Have you not heard about that? No. Yeah, so basically, it's like mother, it's like nature versus nurture, basically. Okay. And this lamb had a lamb. This this lamb had a baby, and this woman just lost her baby, so she takes the lamb and raises it as her own. Whoa. And it's like standing on its own feet and everything. It doesn't talk. It just goes, you know, it does what baby goats do. Whoa. Baby lambs, whatever. But yeah, like I'm looking forward to that. I think That's it's gonna be a trip. I want to say it's directed by the guy who made The Witch in the Lighthouse. Nice. Yeah, but as we said, this is a total recommend for us both. We we highly recommend this. Um, it's not my favorite. It's it's in the top three of my favorite Stephen at King adaptations. I would say this is in my top two, guys. Yeah, because I think we said my top two was 1408 and The Shining. Um, but I think that will wrap it up for us tonight. Um, if you have any questions or want to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com. Basically spelled like how it is on the, on the thumbnail for the show without the hyphen. Uh, we do have an Instagram, I think coming up. Yep. Um, we do have an Instagram coming up and I will let you guys know about that. Very soon. And then the Twitter, I know I've been very far behind, but give me, you know, you, y'all gotta cut me some slack. I'm watching a horror movie and record every day. Yeah, yeah it's but, been a really tight schedule with our work schedules and everything, so we will... We're, we're, we're working on as soon as possible. But, um... Of course, give us, a, give us a like and subscribe. Leave us a review. Tell us what you want us to work on. I mean, this is still... Yeah, if you have new. any suggestions for future months, we're totally open. We only have about two more months planned out, I think. So we're totally open for suggestions if you guys want us to review a certain S- set of movies. Speaking of which, when we go off air, I have an idea for January. Nice. Ah, but tomorrow night, we are watching... Hellraiser. Hellraiser. The introduction of Pinhead and the Cenobites. I'm so excited because it's Clive Barker. And have you ever seen the poster for this movie? Oh, yeah. Have you, seen, have you seen the Stephen King quote? Well, yeah, the Stephen King quote. I don't know. What are you talking about? 
He's like, I've seen the future of terror, and his name is Clive Barker, or I've seen the future of horror, and it's Clive Barker. Oh, there's gosh. actually a great inside joke that I want to share on the next show with. Uh, okay. Bob but until then, this has been the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. And April. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>